0: Okay, y'all, Ingram Smith here to do a instant reaction podcast that featured Florida State just kind of mercilessly beating an opponent. So that is a nice change to see. 59-3 to with uh, Florida State really having their way with UMass, particularly, certainly in the second half, but really in kind of the second half of the second quarter. So... This will be a pretty short instant reaction podcast. I mean, there's uh, only so much that you can take away when you play one of the worst teams in the country. Not going to try to get uh, too many lies said to y'all about how great this season will play out or what it'll look like in the future. But that's a, you know, I don't, I don't want to make too much of it, and I don't want to minimize it either. It's a nice step forward. It's a program that's uh, at least at the point of really humiliating one of the worst teams. Uh, in its kind of section of football. This is going to be exciting, y'all. I mean, this is going to be a fun final five games. Uh, Don't know that I could have ever dreamed that I would have felt that way with the first three or four weeks of the season, how it played out. But uh, I think you got to sit Gibbons with the intent of – trying to have him ready for some of these more meaningful games. That's a guy that's been touch and go. And, uh, I haven't, uh, we'll get more clarity on that throughout the week as to if something new popped up or if that was just a guy who was, uh, a whole lot of game dime decisions who you felt you could get an extra rest on and, uh, really have him ready for the next, you know, like I said, four or five opponents. So as always, we'll thank, uh, Now that we just randomly went down the Dylan Gibbons rabbit hole, we will thank our sponsors, Louisiana Hot Sauce, uh, title sponsor of the NOLCast. Amazing that we have a national food sponsor and amazing that we have a national food sponsor for as many years as we have. Um, Congruity, obviously. uh, There's been few better partnerships in podcasting that's ever been better than the one that we've had with Shannon and Chad and uh amazed just in the last week how many people have reached out to those guys so uh fantastic and uh the good people there uh continue to be a, a fantastic asset for us tarpon sellers Madison social for the table restaurant group thank you all okay so like I was kind of getting there as good of a response or as good of a result as you could have wanted um if you want to find something to be frustrated by uh, the special teams, not sure what we're doing there. Not sure why we continue to have as much trouble on that side of the ball uh, as we do, but it uh, showed itself yet again, uh, this time predominantly uh, with the kickoff group. And um, there's kind of an institutional passivity that it comes with catching punts around here that I, I don't understand. This is a little bit kind of like, Old man complaining about stuff that wasn't the same in their day. But I, I really don't understand just the approach by punt returners, particularly Florida State, that are just fine with not catching the ball, with letting it bounce. Uh, once that ball hits the field, there's only so many things that can happen, and almost all of them are negative. So love to see us be a little bit more aggressive and actually catching punts. But look, you beat a team fifty-nine to three. You got to sit Gibbons, uh, DLT. Hopefully, that's a, another week of rest that'll allow him to be as good as he can be this year. Um, some nice moments throughout the game. Obviously, when you beat somebody fifty nine to three, love the play that Toafili made on what I believe was the third possession to really spring Malik for that long, long pass. Uh, that's just a nice effort moment from a kid that hadn't gotten probably as much playing time as he would have wanted to coming into the year. So um, I kind of classify this game as like today, tomorrow, in the future. Uh, Today, we talked about the special teams. I'm pretty sure you got away with no injuries. Washington looked to be uh, okay there. Uh, What I was mentioned with Feely, Like some of the stuff for tomorrow, more what I talked about with Gibbons and, and Love Taylor, not putting too many snaps on number 11, being able to get him off the field. I was honestly kind of surprised that they had uh, Jay Sean Corbin in the game. As long as they did, there was a little bit of chatter that you might try to get him like two or three possessions and then get out of the game. So hopefully that's a good thing. Hopefully that's a guy that you feel uh, is, you know, shaken off a couple dings, uh, particularly a couple that were picked up in Chapel Hill. So In the future, hey, look, man, moments in this game include touchdown catches by Jordan Young, sacks by uh, the number 48, the Louisville kid. I'm pretty sure Cushney uh, gets credited with a sack there on that play. Uh, The touchdown run by by, uh, Williams. That's a nice little moment for a kid. Uh, Back to Corbin. I'm not predicting this. I'm not telling you I know this, but I – think we may well be in a world where Corbin goes pro uh, at the end of the year. And good for him if he does. You certainly can't blame a, any running back that makes that decision. So great to see Williams get a little bit more into the mix and uh, had a really nice run there. So here it is. I mean, this is a, this is going to be a fun final stretch here. You've got uh, a Clemson team that we'll watch tonight, try to get a little bit better feel for, uh, but a, a team that you, Think you can go up there and compete with, uh, and you don't have to lie yourself or have a coaching staff that's detached from reality that's telling you you're going to go up there and win. So, uh, can't wait to see the game against Clemson. Don't necessarily expect to win, but uh, we'll be excited to see from a program perspective a Florida State team travel to the upstate there, and uh, you know know in their heart of hearts that they're not just in a competition to not get embarrassed. Uh, so. NC State's the challenge that we've kind of talked about over the past couple weeks. We'll see how that goes, but these are five games that are going to go uh, an awful long way in keeping this recruiting class together, the trajectory of the program overall. This is this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun to follow, going to be fun to talk about, uh, probably be pretty fun to watch. This is a, uh, has to young, but it's still a team trying to, get a feel for itself and kind of a coaching staff to fully get a feel uh, for the roster. But that's a nice step forward. What happened today? We're not going to make too much out of beating a uh, empty suit as a head coach and uh one of the worst programs in D one um, or the FBS, but that's a, it's a nice step forward to see you go out there and just dominate a team program that hadn't dominated anybody for a long time. So Like I said, one of the shorter incidents you'll ever see. We'll be back uh, throughout the week to give you as good of ideas to what the Clemson game could look like. Uh, Really, uh, like I said, not to be redundant, but hard for me to imagine that we're sitting here in the end of October. The first four weeks were what they were. And uh, I'm as excited to see what you can do in the final back half of this season as I I really could have dreamed. So, uh, hey, 2021 (laughs) <laughs> Might not necessarily end up being the uh, total disaster and embarrassment that we thought it was, particularly after the first two to three weeks. So, uh, for Bud, hope he and Maggie are having a great time. Kind of a weekend away for myself. Uh, producer Justin, audio man Judson, uh, Dave, and Evan who help us with the graphics got a great team, and look forward uh, for our team to try to bring you as good a coverage possible as we uh, enter the back half of this year. So, enjoy a Saturday evening talk to you guys soon yes I